and thank you for joining our show. We're here um, from Safe Berks. My name is Francine Scaboria, and I'm the communications coordinator. And Safe Berks is a nonprofit in Reading. We serve uh, survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. And I'm very honored to interview today Dr. Kim Shively. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. And Kim is the professor is a professor of anthropology at Kutztown University. And I just wanted to start by asking you a little bit about your areas of teaching and research. So um, I focus in on the anthropology of religion, um, and my specialty is um, the Middle East. I actually did my field research in the Middle East and Turkey, so I look at Islam. Um, and for my dissertation research, I looked at the issue of veiling. Uh, in Turkey, it's very politicized, so that deals a lot with gender issues. Yeah. Um, nowadays, I'm looking more at um, some Muslim communities here in the United States and yeah. their activities here. Um, so that's my focus. In terms of um, courses, uh, I have taught um, Introduction to Women's Studies. Wonderful. Um, but I teach a course called Genders Across Cultures. So we look at gender, how gender is conceptualized in different cultures around the world. Um, and then I just design a course on women in religion. So those are, the those are my uh, focuses. Yeah, that is fascinating. Thanks. And it brings back memories to when I was a student at Penn State and I was lucky to go to Egypt as oh, an exchange nice. student. And I part of the reason I was intrigued to go, in addition to all the incredible things about Egypt mm -hmm. and the, the history, but also to um, experience the different differences in gender roles there mm -hmm. too, which yeah. was it's very um, yeah <laughs> educational. Yeah. So that's wonderful. And in terms of your um, the women's studies class that you teach, could you tell us a little bit about what you teach in a, say, introductory level women's studies class? Well, because I am an anthropologist and a social scientist, I tend to do more of a social science orientation. Some people from like yeah. the English department would do more of a literary yeah. approach. So I um, still look a lot at how people um, especially how people in different cultures have thought about women, women's roles, um, what does it mean to be a woman, what, what do we think of as sort of natural qualities of women, whether that's based in reality or not. Um, but also I look at the United States as well, some of the, the issues here in the United States around um, sexual assault or sexual violence, around um, uh, body image. I think that's something that especially college students really are very interested in. Um, uh, you know, the ability to get ahead, um, becoming independent economically, politically, all these sorts of things. So I, I look at both, um, the world at large, but also focus in on issues that I think are important for our students here in the United States. That's wonderful, wonderful. Do you find, um, and this may be too broad of a question, <laughs> but um, that these issues of gender roles um, are thematic around the world or are they very varied around the world? Um, there's certainly re recurrent themes, especially around reproduction and sexuality, but you know, you can always find something different. Yeah. You know, there's every time, 
um, somebody says that, oh, all women are this way or all men are that way, you don't have to look very far to see that that's simply not the case. Right. So that's a good way for people to think about, well, what does it mean to be human? But, you know, obviously because of reproductive issues and sexual sexuality issues, there are recurring themes about, you know, uh, in which women are often identified with motherhood, for yeah. instance. You find yes. that in most cultures around the world. Or yeah. um, men are identified with some sort of um, social activities that tend to be valued more. Okay, uh, that, that is yeah. a theme that recurs yeah. um, in many parts of the world. So. Um, there are themes, but there is also an incredible amount of variation. Yeah. And it's interesting when I teach, the students are often very invested in certain concepts of gender. You know, what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be a man? Um, or what does it mean to be um, homosexual? What does it mean to be heterosexual? They're very invested. And so it can yeah. be sometimes hard to have, have them think critically about their assumptions yeah. about, um, yeah. you know, being a woman, being a man, being gay, being straight, or all the other options there yeah. are, you know. So. Yeah, it's, you're doing this work at such a fascinating time because it does mm -hmm. seem, yeah. yeah, does it seem, it seems to me, and, and I'd be curious how you feel, is that the, the younger generation, maybe the millennials, the gender roles are um, changing, maybe becoming less rigid. Yeah, certainly, especially I think amongst um, college students who are, sort of more engaged, socially engaged, they're better educated. And so um, it, I have certainly noticed that. I, I teach my gender across cultures course um, every other year. And every time I teach it, there's like a whole new vocabulary that has developed and that I need to sort of incorporate into my class. Um, the whole idea that, um, uh, you know, uh, when I first started to teach this back in 2003, 2004, the idea that there were anything other than two genders was, for a lot of people, uh, just they had no idea, yeah. you know, or even when it comes to transgender. I mean, you know, people are aware of transgender, but, you know, it's in the United States that's always been conceptualized as moving from one to the other. You still have two. And you're moving right. from one to the other. Right. Right. But the idea that you would have more than two, I think. Right. But, you know, lately when I teach, they all have, they're all comfortable, or I don't know comfortable is the word, but they are all aware of this possibility. And many of them are very comfortable with the idea right. that there's, there's something more than men and women wow. out there in the world. So, wow. I, I, yeah, I have to update my, my, my vocabulary all the yeah. time. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating, and I'll just mention that one of the reasons that Safe Burks changed their name from Burks Women in Crisis is these issues we're talking about that we wanted to make sure that people know, yes, we serve women and men and children, but we also serve anyone who would define themselves in any other way. Right. So we serve human beings, right. whatever they perceive their gender to be or right. not be. Right. that we are there for them. Yeah. yeah, and it's been a very rapid change. I mean, yeah. it's been very interesting. It, it sort of hooks into the idea that um, uh, same-sex marriage has become possibility yes. when I think yeah. uh, even a decade ago, I didn't think probably right. it would have been possible that yeah. it would become 
the law of yes. the land, you yeah. know. So. And I did forget to mention in the beginning that the date this is being filmed is January 22nd, 2018. And part of the reason I want to say that is because we are in such a moment of a lot of uh, change going on mm -hmm. and a lot of, uh, whether you consider the change positive or negative, there's a lot of change. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to put the date um, out there. And one thing I was curious asking you about is um, this word, Feminism, mm -hmm. which uh, was named the word of the year in 2017 by Miriam Webster's, partly because of how many times it was looked up online. They pick mm. a word every year, uh, partly due to how many times people like look on the computer for the definition of that word. And there was a resurgence in looking for that word. And I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that or how the college students you teach may interact with that word feminist? It's, that's always an interesting question. That too has changed somewhat. I think there has been a time in the past where some, at least some people think of the word feminism and they think anti-man, anti-family, anti-children. You know, and so I know that you know many of us who have worked and sort of self-identify as feminists have said, no, you know, I'm married, I have kids, or you know, I I like children, I have no problem with men. That men can be feminists, you know. Right. So you know, and I think the students are much more comfortable with that idea now. Okay. Yeah. Whereas in the past, you know, it was seen as anti-man. Now it's more. I think students understand it. It just means equal rights, equal yep. opportunity, equal treatment for yep. men and women and everybody else. Yes. And um, it's not a mysterious or threatening yep. thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, I have seen a change in the way students think about the word um, uh, and that it, I think they seem more comfortable with identifying as feminists. That's very in interesting. The past. And yeah. I do want to bring up one more thing and then we will wrap it up. But, and I know this could be its whole uh, conversation on its own, but I did just want to mention that the, the Me Too campaign on social media has been a huge thing happening in the past mm -hmm. few months with millions of people around the world sharing their stories of sexual harassment or sexual assault. And I just wanted to know if um, this is being discussed in the, the college classes too and on the college campus. Yes, certainly. I think people are very much aware of uh, the fact that there's been sort of a watershed moment when um, women are feeling empowered to stand up and identify what's going on and be public about it um, in a way that, it, that I think was really hard before when people felt alone, when women felt alone and disempowered. Um, so, and certainly college students, they think about this a lot. They think about this as a way, you know, this is the way it should be, that we should be talking about these things. Um, and we should be talking about them in the classroom as well. And I, I expect that in this coming semester, we'll be hearing even more about it yes. as the movement continues. Yes, I think you're right. And thank you so much for joining us today. And I wanted to say, if anyone out there is dealing with any issues related to domestic violence, sexual assault, or sexual harassment, uh, please uh, reach out to Safe Berks if you would like to. We are here to help. Our website is www.saferks.org. And I want to thank, again, Dr. Kim Shively for joining us today. Thank you very much. For more information about Safe Berks, check out our website at www.saferks.org.